Hey, see? It's the Holland Up Marauders program, starring the Holland Up Marauders. Today on the show, the gang will be talking about famed archaeologist Indiana Jones. Hey. <laughs> you beat me to it. I was going to do that. You beat me to it. All right, whatever. So, hey, everybody. <laughs> welcome back to the Holland Up Marauders podcast. If one of you guys can think of a clever name for, I guess, Holland Up Marauders. No. What, what's no. like a funnier name for this episode we could have? Huh. The Newspaper Marauders. Uh, one of these books back here is called uh, oh. Indiana Jones and the Sky Pirates. Oh. There you right, go. So we are the what's the equivalent of the internet in like the 1930s and 40s? So just like the radio the and the, the newspaper? Um no, the radio. The radio was around. So the radio the, marauders. Radio. radio. That's pretty much what Holland at Marauders is. Or the, the, the airwave radio was was, you know, the thing that I the thought airwave we basically marauders. Off of. the airwave marauders. Air, airwave the airwave pirates. pirates. Airwave pirates. Now we're just we're going all over the place. So uh as you can tell by our new intro. We are talking about Indiana Jones today, and the reason I said "Hey" is because the what game is that, Matt? The that is Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine. Right, Indy. Whenever you go around and find items in chess, Indy, he'll say like one thing. He'll be like "Eureka" or like "Hey, hey." That's the best one. Is oh, you get <laughs> they get so much mileage out of that one sound clip, and there are some really incredible moments. Like you can crawl under the sightline of enemies. But then you can trigger them with the sound. So, so the first time we played it, AJ crawled under the sightline of all the enemies. And he found a thing and he picked it up. And then he goes, hey. And everybody just and turns crawled, and starts unloading on I him. crawled backwards. <laughs> so much of that game was just spent literally crawling backwards as indie. I, it, We're still trying to beat it. Yep. <laughs> it's been like, I don't know. It's been, it's been a year. year. Yeah, It's been least. a while. We played because we, we started playing that after we stopped playing Staff of Kings, which we also have to pick back up. Right. And we never. How far did we get in Emperor's Tomb? Because we also like played that. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why we have three indie games going at once you, instead of just playing because they're all, amazing. Like, and I never, I never finished Fate of Atlantis, which is arguably the best one. <laughs> arguably, there's a lot. It is the best one, story wise. So, okay, so, so in case you didn't okay. know, there's not just Indiana Jones movies out there. There's video games and whatnot for people who are listening to this right now, and they're We're like, not. "Hey, aren't you guys a Star Wars podcast? Right, talking about Indiana Jones? That was only like four movies. No, it, there was a lot. There was, was a lot of books. There guys. was a lot. <laughs> we won't be talking about those. No, we won't. <laughs> so we talk about the movies for most of this podcast episode, and then we'll be talking about the games a little bit um, to the most we can because we haven't. Mm -hmm. I haven't beaten all of them. I think Matt's probably beat a couple of them, but uh, yeah. He's, so he's I, yeah, anyway, anyway, anyway. Jamie, I'm glad you brought up. Maybe. the star wars and indie thing because yeah. i'm curious like obviously they're both lucasfilm things and they're the two biggest lucasfilm things i know there's like willow and uh, red tails right and all these all these other <laughs> Lucas magic film. and uh <laughs> howard the duck yeah oh yeah so another one yeah um like i love star wars and i love indie i but like I love, I'm obsessed with Star Wars. I'm not necessarily obsessed with indie as much. Um, I just love those movies and they're just, you know, some of my favorite uh, movies out there. But I'm curious whether people have that connection of like, oh, I like Star Wars. I also like indie. Like, is that one in one? Like, I those mean, go together? I think so. Most people get like an indie fan card in the mail when they become a Star Wars fan, just like automatically. <laughs> and uh, Jamie you're and I, into the club. Jamie and I were talking about this because we were just watching, um, 
skimming through a couple of the movies before we got on here to freshen up. And um, I was like, you know, indie is probably generally more watched and liked than Star Wars might be. Like Star Wars is way bigger, but the com- like the common think- folk probably indie. watches in- yeah. indies more approachable yeah. take your brain out of your head for yeah. a second yeah, yeah. the word sci-fi just turns people off immediately sometimes and so like just seeing something that's right. an adventure movie that's something that could have happened on earth yeah sure i feel like people are like i suppose in some cases weird right you never know um yeah, yeah weird to think about but that being said, I'm pretty sure that I watched more Indiana Jones movies as a kid than I ever watched any Star Wars movies, mostly with my grandparents. But um, yeah, AJ pointed that out earlier. He's like, hey, was like an indie movie one of the first movies you watched over Star Wars? And I'm like, now that we think about it, probably. I don't well, remember, I but probably. Like, <laughs> I remember you telling me you'd play Legos, um, Lego Indiana Jones a lot. Yeah, yeah I played so, like, all of the Lego games like as they like came out um, with my nephew at the time. Um, at the time. With my oh, nephew. No. What happened to your nephew? <laughs> at we the don't time play, with your nephew. We don't play video games anymore. He grew up. Your um, strange nephew. Tragic. <laughs> but uh, we would play a lot of the Lego games and whatnot. And then I would play um, Lego Batman like on my computer and whatnot. But I remember playing like Lego Indiana Jones and it was just such a silly game. Um, oh, yeah. Such a silly game, but I love really- the dive Indy could do when you dive and then you land and, and you immediately press the gun button. He goes, <laughs> he does like the triple shot when you dive. It's great. I always like the sneaking around in that one more than in the Star Wars games for some reason, but uh, it just looked really That was fun. one of the grunting games, right? They didn't have voice yeah. acting yet in that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's very they silly. Hey. Voice acting Indy <laughs> game yet. <laughs> but but like, yeah like uh it's it's funny like you guys always talk about like the personal connections with like growing up with star wars but like the more i like think back on it i feel like i have more ties to indiana jones with my family than than with star wars um again specifically with my grandparents um because i would i would go to so many movies like with them growing up um yeah and they would just like show me a ton of like old movies and like whatnot and that's like that's like what it always was with them um and I remember we saw Crystal Skull in theaters when it came out. Because um, fun fact, friends, um, I grew up in Connecticut and my grandparents grew up in the New Haven area where they filmed most of like the college scenes oh, in yeah. Crystal Skull. So my grandparents are sitting there like, oh, there's that, there's that, there's that, there's this. And they, they like knew like every like section, even though it's like this fictional college. But it was like something awesome. really personal to them. And Yale then I'll, that, I'll get I'll get to Haven. it again. Yeah, that college. people that don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, old <laughs> anyway, Yale, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it was just like really cool to like experience like that, like with them, um, and like see it that way. And, and also like there's just like a history like in my family of like my uncle's like an anthropologist, and so he's like not quite Indiana Jones, but like That's awesome. he he like goes on like mini adventures, not mini adventures. He he's a teacher. He actually is like a teacher. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's Indy. <laughs> Mm, <laughs> no <laughs> but uh so yeah it's always been something that i've been like more interested in than like star wars growing up and now i'm like head over heels into star wars but indie was always something that i was like really like into like as a kid of something that i would like want to like that's something that's almost like obtainable that you could do like you can't go to space really unless like you get you're like you're really really good at like math and like really good at like science but if like you you like to read and you like maps and like stuff like that yeah you could probably become a professor and just look for artifacts and you, there you go yeah. that's all it takes guys it's it seemed more takes. obtainable or you could be both and be dr afra yeah mm-hmm. that's there true you go. So. and here i am just doing a podcast talking about how i like to read and i like maps 
like that. I'm with <laughs> so, and Ithorians. And Ithorians. I, I rolled out my favorite prop I've ever made today. It's the map to El Dorado from the road Ooh, to El Dorado. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Not related to Indiana Jones at all, but I figured no. that that would be something that belongs in a museum. Cartography so, right there. They find they find El Dorado in the fourth movie. <laughs> this is tour. true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that it. is true. So I'm yeah. I I realized I don't really have many like strong memories of Indiana Jones. Like I've always just liked the movies a lot, a lot, like a, a lot, a lot. But like we we're just watching um, some of um, I must have Dial of Destiny, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, I don't have an early copy of Dial of Destiny. Gonna be floored. That you know of. So we were just watching that, and I was like, I know I saw this in the theater in 2008, but I don't remember it at all. Like. I remember blasting the trailer well, we watched, music. We had to watch through that together. Well, I know, no, but I'm thinking like, like, he means in like my in, childhood. Oh, you don't remember watching it in theaters? Yeah. Look, Crystal oh, okay. Skull was the only movie that's come out so far that we've been alive for when it's yeah, come out. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like, memories of 2008 going to it. I, like, I have I have a lot of memories. So I, I know that I have a memory. I have plenty of memories. You know, going to see Indy in 2008 definitely is a memory uh, i had this big indiana jones encyclopedia that i would just like thumb through just constantly just everything and it had stuff from the fourth movie so they were talking about Mutt williams and they were talking about you know akator and peru and all this i was really obsessed with it um and then you know took a back seat for a while after 2008 um but i discovered that temple of doom was my favorite movie it still is uh shortly after um, and then in 2015, I did what I do best. I created a hyperfixation on Indiana Jones that okay. summer. Um, what caused it? I think it was the news that we were getting a new Indiana Jones movie in 2019. <laughs> uh, it was the announcement that a new Indiana Jones movie was being produced. Steven Spielberg directing it's arriving in 2019. And I said, oh, actually, everything you just said was wrong. Yeah, it might have been 2018, I think, originally. But whatever the case was, that was like a little switch in my brain just flipped. Um, and shortly after, I went to Disney World and at MGM or sorry, Disney Hollywood Studios, they have an indie store. And when I walked in, I saw all these. Do they still have that? Is there really an indie yeah. store? Yeah. There's a little indie store. It was closed even... when we were there last time, but it just recently reopened. Um, With the Easy Bar. I found all of these books, and I bought all of these books, and I carried, the round, carried them around with me for the rest of the day. We went to the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular, and I'm sitting there with all these books in my lap going, oh, my God, this is it. <laughs> I've, re I've reached peak Nirvana indie fan like right now. like In this moment, I was like geeking out. I, I have a question. Do... Do they still offer if you buy stuff in the parks and you're staying on property, like they'll send your stuff to your room? Yeah, but I didn't have that option. I don't think at the time, and I don't remember why. Or I didn't. You didn't want them to leave your site. You're <laughs> like true. these aren't. You put you tuck them in your bag, like Indy would tuck like the stones. Yeah, that's they're just like. There were like twenty of them, so it was quite a lot. And then that's, that night, that's a lot. I decided to crack open one of them, the Philosopher's Stone. Crack open a cold one. Crack open a cold With one. Indy. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. I put because uh, we had a hot tub in my room, and I had the what? hot tub room. So I put the hot tub hey. on, climbed in <laughs> with the philosopher's stone, and I boiled myself alive and got time to get to work. 
<laughs> because I wasn't paying attention to how hot the water was, and I was reading the book, and I and I sincerely, uh, like almost killed myself that night. You call him mod yourself? <laughs> yeah, dude, legit, legit, that was me. Reading India as get low into the freaking lava. That was me, dude. I'm not even kidding. Oh my um, goodness! Ever since then, and for my 21st birthday, my first legal drink was at Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Which I didn't know existed until like a month ago when you told me you went. Yeah, I had the cool-headed monkey, uh, which has like pineapple juice and something and vodka, something else. It was was good. But the thing that I loved was the menus. The menus (laughs) were awesome. They were filled, chock full of indie references. I'm not even kidding. They had like a ton of just like those little like blink and you miss it things from not even the movies, but like this, this comic, which is the last thing that's ever come out uh, until this movie, this came out in 2012. We haven't had a single new piece of indie content since 2012. They had multiple references to this comic in the in the menu, and I bl- blew wow. my blew my mind. Went back there in May um, when we went to Disney. No more menus of this year. What do you mean, no more menus? They don't have menus anymore. Is, Is it, it just like a QR code? Yeah. No references. Yeah. it's dude it it's devastating although really cool i don't know if they had it at the time uh when i had my first drink in 2016 but they do now they have coasters from the south sea club which is a club from the movie the rocketeer which just makes me like giddy the, wow. the rocketeer is like an honorary indie movie to a lot of people uh including me for sure really I but i don't want we're not talking about the rocketeer we're talking about it so <laughs> So, with all that being said, Whew. let's start with our first film here. The year is 1981, Raiders of the Lost Ark, which probably is my favorite indie movie. It always switches with Last Crusade for me. But, um, yeah, I don't know. This one's just magic for me. It, I feel like it's the most film, filmy of the of the films, if you know what I mean. You guys know yeah, what I mean. Know, I, know, I, don't know, I don't know if the listeners know what I mean. but Well... Well, yeah, they can't yeah. see the hand gesture you did. It's like the right. artsy, like uh, Italian, almost Italian hand gesture. You gotta, yeah, like, hold it out. Like, mm, but like they, they, they knew they had to probably start out strong with this one. And well, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> the first of the franchise. Star Wars had been doing, doing well. Um, I think both A New Hope and Empire are out at this point, yep. right? Eighty one. Um, Empire so, came out the year before. Yeah, wild Paris time to be alive. Immediately into Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Wild is right, right? And I love I love how this movie starts out. Like, we're not going to go through the whole movie. We're just going to talk about our favorite parts. But I love how you don't see Indy for, like, a little bit. Yeah. And then, then it, like, reveals his face. And it's like, I don't know. I just Every time I watch it, I love that. Because he wasn't, he wasn't a character back then. Because Raiders of the Lost Ark was literally Raiders of the Lost Ark. The same way Star Wars used to be just Star Wars. And then it became A New Hope. They changed the title to Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark after yeah. the fact. And it's a, it's specifically a riff on like the old adventure serials like uh, Secret of the Incas. If you ever watch Secret of the Incas, literally the main character is Indiana Jones. He has the same <laughs> bomber jacket, same hat, everything. Um, but it's not called Dirk Doofus or whatever his name is and <laughs> the Secret of the Incas. It's just called Secret of the Incas. So it was just Raiders of the Lost Ark. Then when Indiana Jones became so unbelievably popular, they had to stamp his name on the franchise. But originally, he wasn't 
he was just like the archetypal action hero of this action adventure homage that they were doing. Um, which is kind of funny because at the same time he was supposed to be like a James Bond guy. Mm. So they recast. And there's like with all these movies, especially the this one, the first three, I'll say, like in that time period, there's something like not nostalgic, but there's something <laughs> they're 80s movies. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, the We're time period for that stuff. I mean, like... the time period that they take place in. Like that, 80s. that thirties jungle adventure. Like They're I don't 80s know. Eighties period piece. Movies. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what started that kind of thing. Um, but something I always talk about with everyone is the Johnny Thunder Lego sets. Like the same yeah. thing. That, that was Lego indie before they had the rights. I found his hat. I put him on Boba Fett. I couldn't find the. Uh, <laughs> but check out the Johnny Thunder Lego sets. And just like Matt said, they weren't called Johnny Thunder. They were called like. Lego Adventures or yeah. uh, Orient Orient Adventures, or you know. I didn't even know his name was Johnny Thunder. I named him Mississippi Mike when I was a kid. But you weren't far off, I guess. But <laughs> that's, that's but good like, enough. What is that like genre called of like those nineteen movies? Jungle they're, Adventures. Yeah, they're like uh, adventure. Yeah, just adventure flicks. Yeah, like, and um, indie indie does it the best. Well, yeah. Oh God, I w- I did a an indie marathon over the weekend. I I think you guys knew that. Yeah. Um, but I did an indie marathon one a night. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, rewatching Raiders, it that movie is perfect for what it does. If it's trying to capture that 1930s action adventure flick nostalgia, it's got it down to a T. Perfect. Yeah. It really. I don't really. I don't say many films are perfect, but like <laughs> that one is. But for me, at least, like. No, it. I. I'm with you on that. Kind of like Back to the Future getting off rails here but that's a perfect movie yep um like the sequels are also amazing to the those back to each two and three yep. and then but like raiders lost ark perfect movie for what it has to do and i just i think that's why it's my favorite one um the best watch through of the movie i had was uh 2020 like when the pandemic started i watched a lot of the indie movies like over and over and over like they were just on tv and uh i would just keep watching them because like it was a thing to help me make uh, make me feel better anyways. But like I had a viewing of Raiders and I hadn't watched it front to back. Oh, you don't usually <laughs> watch it back to front? Yeah, <laughs> usually watch it back. Machete order. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hadn't watched go. the thing to its entirety in like a while. And I just sat there and Jamie, I don't even know if you were like, you might've gone to bed or something. And I was just watching it. And I was, it was like a, an amazing watch through. So like it shot back to the top for me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I love Marion in that movie. She's great in that one. Uh, you know, she's in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull as well, and she's probably going to be in Dial of, De- Dial of Destiny as well. But uh, I love, I love when she holds up the the thing, the medallion thing. She's like, "I'm your goddamn partner," and then it just transitions to the map. Uh, that is but, good. I don't know. It's just such a good. It, it is a ten out of ten for me. But what do you guys have to say about Raiders? What, of the you, what do you got? To, got to say, Jamie. I feel like we talked over you. I, I don't know. I, I love Raiders. I mean, like, it, it goes without saying. Usually, like, my favorite movies out of any sort of series are the first one. Um, but uh, Raiders also does, like, trade back and forth with Last Crusade for my favorite one as well. Um, but I, I do love I love Raiders so much. Um, because, like, like you said, AJ, like, it is, like, something that it's just... It does what it needs to do. But at the same time, this movie is so rewatchable. Like, I will, like, literally really just re- rewatch Raiders anytime it, it's, it's so good and like you, 
you always find like something like random um the way that someone says like one line usually like throws you and then it's like in, stuck in your head for like a, a week or so and now you're, you're getting like, nasty <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you keep thinking about that thing over and over again it doesn't matter what the situation is that you're experiencing but you just think you're like you know it'd be a good response now you're getting nasty <laughs> and you're just like stuck in like that mindset for, um, my, and, for my group it but, was the uh monkey doing the nazi salute yeah, uh, yeah. Those little like things in the background and belloc eating the fly that was the I thing. know. We oh, had to watch yes. that every single night before we watched the movie. It was, oh, <laughs> can you sh show the guy eating the fly again? I said, okay, we gotta yeah. go back, watch that. My my other, I, I think that like my for for Raiders, um, my other just like favorite part of the movie in general is is just Sala. Yeah, I I, love, I, Sala. I love Sala so much. Um, I love how. Uh, every time he like appears as well like, he he makes his appearance and i'm always just like ah where's this dozen kids because like it, i don't even like know how many kids he <laughs> actually has but it's always sala and his dozen kids that's like always <laughs> how it's like i refer to oh, it has a dozen kids um it probably is at least like a dozen but um i i love everything about sala like he's probably my favorite like indie character actually when i like think back oh, on yeah. it more <laughs> I absolutely love the scene where he just eats shit down the hill when the Nazis find him <laughs> yeah. and they're like leading him towards the car and they just shove him and he's just they shove him down the hill. He just goes like, down, he just rolls. Do you guys want water? <laughs> oh my God. Anyone, anyone? Uh. Just, oh, that's so funny. But yeah, it's just those little touches. Like when the, when the, uh, all the sheets tied together drop down and then yeah. he's like grabs it and he opens it up and it's the fire. I was just oh. thinking of that. It's yeah. like, the imagery that's just so good. That's yeah, everything about it is just great. Now, fun fact: it's my third favorite of the original three. That's that's yeah. harsh. Yeah, I mean that's that's not surprising because we know you love Temple of Doom, and Last Crusade and Raiders go like they're hand in hand. Like Last Crusade is so fun. It's like one of it's talk about rewatchable. Like i laughed my ass off through that whole thing oh yeah, yeah. Dude, pretty I, I consistently will tell people it is the most fun movie to watch yeah last crusade is the most fun you could possibly have watching a movie i think there's not a, a movie more fun to watch back to than, the future than that. back to the future I, might be tied maybe. but i think last crusade has a beat i, I think last Crusade's yeah. funnier the tapestries the tapestries <laughs> but yeah back to raiders no, before we move on. Um, yeah we can't we can't just like the whole i i it might be my favorite music as well the the theme for the arc like that's oh. besides the actual indie theme that's like the the theme i think of the most and we once again we were just watching crystal skull and when they open area 51 the door is there and it shows the room like i don't remember back but like the older people that were indie fans then must have been shitting their pants in the theaters like, whoa it's the room top men the theme <laughs> it's the top men it's the top men room <laughs> Dude, when they play the arc theme, when they're when they're talking about it, when they're in the the Spooky. auditorium with the two, I know, love that Porkins scene. Porkins and the other guy, yes, Porkins, and they're talking to them about like the legend of the arc and like all and and you hear the music in the back, dude. It makes me like cry. It makes me like legitimately just so wrapped up. Yeah, it's just so good. <laughs> This is what I mean when it's like it sounds it's it makes being wanting to be something like a historian or even a librarian um just so 
interesting because it's just like oh these people are coming to like Indy because he like knows so much about this like different thing and he's just like he's just like info dumping to them like about like everything about like uh the Ark of the Covenant and they're just like okay yeah yeah we know okay sure um but what about this and he's like oh okay <laughs> it's, it's it's just it's just so intriguing to actually like watch and like it's another just totally rewatchable moment favorite yeah, just... line from the movie favorite line bad dates oh you stole mine now i gotta think of another one like are dates good i think i've they're Probably just not. big uh they're big raisins i don't think i've eaten like a date on its own <laughs> for some reason i picture them being good like they look like they're having a good time eating them except they the look, monkey they look like uh like watery and like slick and slimy i'm not i picture not them being they're... sweet i don't know why they are they're probably very sweet i mean have you they ever had like them. a fig newton figs and dates oh, are like in the oh, same yeah. family yeah i've had an newton. rx bar which has dates in it You've also had Fig Newtons. Yeah, but which that's, are they're date Newtons. Little dates. Date <laughs> Newtons. You ever had a date? You eat them. <laughs> that's my yeah. other favorite quote. <laughs> there you go. That's your favorite quote. Um. Well, uh, Jamie really likes uh. Now you're getting nasty. I like now you're getting nasty, but that's we also movie. mentioned um the uh, who, who's working on it. We have top men. Top, top men. men. Top men. <laughs> Oh jeez. What long. would be what would be my favorite line? I I, I asked I'm the question and I Oh wait, no, that's later. I'm sorry. I just remembered a line from last year's Saints. Sorry. Underrated character. Uh is it Tanega? The the submarine guy? Uh, the not submarine. Yeah. Uh the pilot. What's his no, name? The, uh, the captain. Doc captain. Is, oh my god, what's his name? Is it Pin is it Tanega? Might be. I think so. Yeah, he's the captain of the ship that they and he gets an Oscar kind for his performance. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> getting the Nazis out of there. This is Dude, he nails it. Boat Captain Indiana. And I'm stalling so you can find your... Uh, I... Katanga. Katanga. Simon Katanga. It might be Simone, though. Of course. Though. Yeah. Katanga. If Katanga isn't in Dial of Destiny, I, I write it. That's it. You're right. What are some other good quotes? Um, hmm. I mean, it's not a quote, but I love that Indy just pulls out an RPG and points it out of them later. Dude, on. that's my favorite quote. I'm gonna blow up the arc. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite quote, dude. Thank you. Let's that's like them. it's like Luke. I'm gonna burn it all down. <laughs> no, dude, it's so funny. First of all, that's right before the scene where Bella eats the fly. So I had yeah. to watch it four times in a row. So it's ingrained in my head. That that's the that's the line you start on, um, but dude, it's just so funny that Indy just shows up and he just like I'm gonna blow up the arc. Like, that's it. It's so straightforward, so perfect. That's it. That's my favorite line. I'm gonna blow uh, up the arc, Renee. What a movie. Um, I guess we could move on to Temple of Doom. I know Matt has a lot to say yeah, about got, that. Yeah. And uh, I don't think I can pull out a favorite quote from Temple of I, Doom. Really. <laughs> No, Jamie and I, we just we just um, rewatched most of it, and then we had to skim for time uh, to do this recording. But uh, I don't know. I I really want to like Temple of Doom. I don't know why I don't like it that much. Um, I love the beginning. It's kind of like Return of the Jedi for me. I love okay. the beginning. I love the end. But the middle, it's kind of like a rep a repulsive movie. Um, well, it's yeah. not as rewatchable, and I think for just yeah. like it's not for, it's not it's not, fun. Com it's not comfort rewatchable. Depressing. There, there's a lot of screaming. There's a lot of bugs, and there's a lot of I like say, dark and like snake, things like ugh. eating snakes and brains and bugs. watching Raiders and then Temple 
this watch through for the first time, I I get it. I get why Temple of Doom turns a lot of people off. It's so different from the. It is not very action adventure flick y at all. Like you, you it's could a very watch slow adventure. You could watch something. Uh, you could watch Raiders in the 30s, and it would fit right in with the roster. You could not watch Temple of Doom in the 30s. People would people would be absolutely appalled. Yeah, uh, it's the vibe is just totally off. Just I'm glad you dark get it. And like just really sinister. And I love it. I can't get enough. <laughs> I tell us, tell us. I mean, I know I've talked to you over the years of why you like it, but tell us on here. I don't uh, think enlighten me. There is a single moment, and this is wish fulfillment. And I rag on people for wish fulfillment, or like, uh, you know, when you when you embody a character and you're like, yeah. Um, I chastise people for that sometimes uh, when I shouldn't, because this, there is not a single moment in cinema history I think more triumphant. Oh. When Indy goes down to the mines, beats the shit out of the uh, out of the slave guy, sends him twenty feet back, <laughs> and then the camera just pans up. The music swells, and you see Indy just standing there, silhouetted, and all the kids start screaming and cheering, and he starts freeing child slaves. That yeah, the only me, issue you had to get through two hours of depression to get to not it. Not even, dude. First of all, I love the tearing out the heart scene. He I loves love, the depression. I love the depression. I like darkness. And something that Jamie pointed out when she was talking about Raiders, she tends to like the first movie in the series. I tend to like the second movie in the series the most. I don't know why. It just happens that I gravitate towards the second in the series. Um, and it just so happens Temple of Doom is the second one. Even though it's a prequel, I really like this interpretation of Indy because I think they really did a good job of differentiating him from his his persona in Raiders. They make this guy, this Indy's an asshole to start off. And you can see he's, you know, he's he's he shows up with the mummy or the the, the remains of the of Nurhachi. Uh and he's pawning it off really to some small guy. Yeah. This Nurhachi's a real small guy. You're gonna talk about Willie? I will talk about Willie. I will get to Willie. But you see him just pawning off these like priceless artifacts to these Chinese gangsters who just like give him like diamonds and money. And he's like, he's in it for the money. And this is 1935. Fortune and you know, I and think glory. that's really important. Exactly. Fortune and glory. And I think that is a, a really cool step on the journey uh, to how he is in Raiders. You get that kind of like wavering kind of, uh, he's not as gruff by the end of Temple of Doom. And by the time Raiders rolls around, you know, he, He's gained like a heart almost, you know, uh, the, hey. the, heart the other guy lost. Uh, I will say, I don't know if the canon reset on the expanded adventures or not. I assume it does uh, just because that's how they did it with Star Wars. That's probably how Lucasfilm is doing it with um, Indy as well. So all these books are non-canon, uh, whatever that means. Who cares? But I will say that a lot of these books take place before 1935 at least half of them um or actually probably three-fourths of them the point is they don't really do a good job of portraying that kind of gruff in it for the money grave robber that indy is in temple of doom and i hope that gets rectified if we start getting new indie stories i hope they kind of keep to the the path of like you know because we had we last see indy in like 27 uh, in the last episode of, of 
Young Indiana Jones Adventures, I think, whatever. But there's a gap. And, you know, what happens to him to make him an asshole? What happens to make him, you know, care about only money? I would love to see that explored more. Um, Willie stinks. Short round, though. Wow. Short, <laughs> Short round's amazing. Short round is so great. My second he's, favorite background, uh, secondary character. He's no, he's my first. I he's he, over Sala. Yeah, I think that's, that's fair. Tough. It's fair, but I, tough. I'm telling you, he sells the movie. Every single person I watch gets really friggin' uncomfortable while we watch the movie, but everybody eats short round up he yeah. is just that's the that's where jamie and i fall i think in that one Kwan, short round's amazing yeah. but Kwan is a is a, is a, is, a, is the man so what i, I love it's just not to derail but i love his continued excitement every time he sees harrison ford now as I well especially so in the much. past year um i just love the continued excitement and the in the true friendship that they like still have oh. so many years later i love harrison I just, ford's I excitement i do yeah, harrison exactly. ford legitimately seems to like him he doesn't yeah. like it was a big deal dude yeah like a big deal <laughs> yeah um get the oh. f out of my house <laughs> <laughs> so matt um, what did your what did your friends think of temple of doom um they, they liked it they liked it um nobody showed up for raiders uh only one of my friends showed up for raiders. why didn't they show up i guess it was a friday night and they all had plans and they were doing stuff i don't know huh. <laughs> but i got them all I, we went axe throwing before temple of doom so i got the i had a captive audience where i was just like okay let's all go back to my house watch temple of doom and eat pizza so that's what we did um, but you know what though it, it worked out in your favor because i feel like it you mentioned it already but i feel like it's really overlooked that temple of doom is a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark. There so in go. theory, they watched the first one. There you go. Uh, I pulled a quick one <laughs> and played Raiders after Temple of Doom. They're like, oh, there what's this? It's playing anyway. Um, let's backtrack. I think that my favorite moment in Temple of Doom is um, the opening scene with Willie singing Anything Goes in Chinese. Oh, absolutely. I, I love that scene. Except Anything Goes is in English. I know. Yeah. So Something that always like fascinates me is like when they translate music in general. So that happens like a lot. But like I going back to what I said at the beginning of the this episode, um, I I watched a lot of um old movies, a lot of movie musicals, a lot of Broadway growing up. And so seeing anything goes um get performed like that, and then suddenly it transforms into like a classic, like golden era musical of like Busby Berkeley, like the framing and whatnot i i was like Whoa. and every time I, I still am obsessed like with that entire sequence because like it's beautiful all the girls are fantastic dancing they're tap dancing which is like my favorite thing like in the world actually um okay. anything goes is like a really good show by the way and like i i love like that music for it and it's not just because it's in fallout like no it's actually a really good out. show yeah. um <laughs> But like it, that, it's just so cool to like. I love that scene, and it's so cool to see like a different interpretation of it. That being said, I Willie, she screams a lot. Yes, she does. <laughs> she screams a lot. Fun fact: a couple of fun facts. One, do you know who one of those women who danced uh, was? Offhand, no. AJ, is no. Kathleen Kennedy. I was gonna say, is really? Kathleen like in there? I think she, she is. But... She was a tap dancer. She was like they a professional do. tap dancer, and they she do show to her do credit during that scene produced yeah. by Kathleen Kennedy. She, wanted, really she wanted to be in that scene. So she's one of those women. I can't find nice. her when I watch. Well, wow. well yeah, because like the the mystical bit of it is like they're all like blondes and like the wigs and whatnot. So you you don't know. But yeah. But second, like second fun fact, when Willie hops up the step and she like almost falls was not was not choreographed. That was real. 
and she was so the tight the dress was so tight on her that she like almost tore it <laughs> when she did that uh and they she didn't want to do another take so she just went along with it and they loved it <laughs> um but yeah i'm not even kidding the dance sequence is that her apparently all right <laughs> look that up so quickly <laughs> all right confirmed confirmed, confirmed. <laughs> I will say the dance number is probably my favorite part of the movie too. And I'm not even kidding. Not even joking. It, it oh God, when we say, one of my friends arrived late to temple of doom. So he walks in and I go, Oh good. You're here. I didn't want you to miss the dance number. And everybody laughed like I was joking. And then I put the movie on. And this and, is the first thing you see. <laughs> and it's, it's like five minutes long. It's longer than five minutes. Yeah. Long dance sequence. And then they play it again as they're I, fighting. Yeah, and they, they do. And I love it. Every second of it sets the scene so perfectly for the movie. Um, the whole intro might be one of my favorite intros in all of movies. I think it is really good. The, the Club Obi One sequence uh, that they car chase, the, mm -hmm. the car chase, like the whole thing, right up. To, well, obviously, I love the rest of the movie, but right up to when uh, Indy goes, "Nice try, Lao Shay," <laughs> close the door, and it's yeah. Lao Shay. He's comedy. <laughs> Yeah, peak comedy is right. That's that might be my favorite line in the whole movie. That or... you missed out on a very important part. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. Oh yeah, I was oh. gonna mention that later, but we, 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 we had to... oh, Weber. Why oh, is Dan Aykroyd in this movie? My goodness, aren't you the famous singer Willie Scott? <laughs> Why is he doing a British accent? I don't know. It's so good. The I man is it. Canadian. It doesn't make any sense why he's British. Oh God! Oh my God! Uh, it. That the first time I remember the first time I, I consciously watched a Temple of Doom. By consciously, I mean like sometime in high school when you know you could like remember things really well. Um, I was really, really into the Blues Brothers and really, really into classic Saturday Night Live at that point in time. You know who's like there in both of those? <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Um, so I was really, really thrown off that like he is in Temple of Doom at all, and like that scene it just makes me laugh. Yeah, that's all the time. hilarious. It's so <laughs> random. <laughs> But he's right not credited bat, either. He's just there. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Right off the bat, you could tell this was, was going to be a dark ride because he he throws a flaming skewer through like the dude, and oh my god, when he like ah, and he like shoots the ground, and you see his like face. It's like oh my god, dude, that's so it's something. That's intense. I love the gong. Obviously, cutting down the gong and, and running behind it, the balloons. Uh, Harrison. Okay, I'll I'll say this. Uh, I told all of my friends, and I think it was the perfect thing to get them in the right mindset to watch Temple of Doom. I told them that this movie had huge divorce energy. And I think that is... We researched this earlier. ...bought on. Because both Harrison... Uh, Harrison Ford, yikes. Both George Lucas and Steven Spielberg were going through really tough divorces at the time. Steven Spielberg would then meet Kate Capshaw on set, who played Willie Scott, and then marry her. Uh, so happy ending for him, I guess. Because uh, they're still together. Really? But, uh, yes. Wow. At the time, they were going through really bad divorces, which is why the movie is so fucking dark. But it's also why Willie stinks. <laughs> and why Indy, Indy just decks a waitress at the beginning of the movie, just punches her out. Yeah, and it's the girl like, with the cigarette tray. Yeah, she comes up and he's like, he like pops up and he's like, <laughs> and he just punches her. And it's like, what are you doing? How could you... How could you put that in the movie? Were you guys crazy? Is Willie like the only woman in this movie now that I think of it, yes. basically? 
Marion is the only mo- woman in the first movie. A lot movie. of dudes. And uh, uh, Elsa is the only woman in the third movie. <laughs> There's only one mo- woman per movie until we get to the fourth when they oh. make the, the, the woman the villain. <laughs> kind of the same Star same with Star Wars. But... Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> nice job, George. <laughs> I guess that divorce energy never changed. No. Um, but yeah, um... I love the whole thing. Nocturnal activities. Another one of my favorite lines is when Indy's pushing on the statue's boobs and Willie's oh, like, yeah. I'm right here. That's <laughs> funny. That's funny as hell. What a um, nice lover. <laughs> yep. Or when uh, Indy's poking his face through the hole and he's like, we are going to die. And That's there's bugs <laughs> everywhere and I have to fast forward it. <laughs> you don't like the bugs? I love the bugs. I hate the bugs. Yeah, the bugs. Poor the movie's repulsive. Yeah, it is. And I will say this. Like it has to be addressed if you're talking about Temple of Doom. It's pretty racially insensitive. It's pretty racist. It's bad. um pretty bad with that with the uh, you know with a the, lot of the whole it. cuisine. So it's thing a very very bad. sexist and racist movie. Uh, what does that say about me that I like I it so much? Uh, it's bad. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You like I, when Indy freeze all this freeze all the kids. Oh my so. God, dude. That'll never not be my just the music. First of all, the music, best music in the whole franchise for me as well. The Temple of Doom theme that John Williams writes for that movie might be my favorite John Williams piece of music of all time, oh. more than anything he wrote for Star Wars. Um, yeah, all better in all, than the arc theme, better than the arc theme, better than mm. any of the themes. I the I arc will, theme brought you to tears though. Yep. Temple of Doom brings me, dude. That music <laughs> overwhelms me. Like how like pumped I get. Like I could listen to that before anything and just get super pumped for whatever I'm about to do. Like it just it it's like a surge of energy I get okay. from listening to the Temple theme. But that's enough about Temple because I'm gushing and I'll just keep yeah. going. I will keep going. I've already dominated. I have just one question talk. about Temple of Doom. They give everyone nice clothes when it's the dinner scene, but they don't give short round shit. What's up with that? Uh, all of the kid clothes were reserved for the Maharaja. Good answer. All right. On to The Last Crusade. Um, yeah, I mean, we've talked about Last Crusade a bit already with it just being an absolute blast. But I think that Last Crusade is the most rewatchable out of all of them. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like that. I said that like earlier, I but it, it it is, even though it is... Um, the one with the most Nazis in it. It is um, the most rewatchable out of all of them. Doesn't that make it better? Indy fights more Nazis. That's fun. That's good. Punches them in the me. face. Like it's that. great. It's it's so good. Like yeah. I, this this one is just like so rewatchable. And <laughs> oh man, we could we could do all day. This is the most plus, horrible movie. Plus, most movie. probably we have yeah. Sean Connery as his dad. Oh. <laughs> I. Talk about divorce energy. That man <laughs> is divorce energy and a man. I uh, love Sean though. One one thing about Holland and Marauders is like we all we all love James Bond and we all love obviously classic Sean Connery James Bond as well. We oh, love yeah. all the James Bonds, but um... triple schematic. <laughs> like... uh, if anybody hasn't played uh, from Russia with Love for, for the PS2, play it. They got yeah. old as balls. Got Sean Connery to record. In the young body. It's it's pretty wild. <laughs> and he sounds old as shit, even though you're looking at like a young Sean Connery. It's great. 
just it, but anyway the last crusade um love this one oh, i i, I love yeah, i love going, the sorry. I love the history going back to actually Indy being an archaeologist and being a historian. It's back to it with this one. Like to compare to like Temple of Doom, Temple of Doom kind of sound seems like he literally just had like was working on like a whim and he's like, oh, yeah, I've heard of this thing. And then he happened to find the exact thing. And it was just like the college once. I love I love seeing him at the college. He he doesn't be a professor. He doesn't have one movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I love how Last Crusade is a full return to formula in that aspect of things. It's like it's a hundred percent like it's the same movie as Raiders. If you actually like, pretty much, if you pay attention to it, it's the exact same movies as Raiders. Raiders, except with except Marion is uh, Sean Connery. Yeah, and (laughs) yeah, Marion is Sean. You're right. It's Marion is Sean Connery instead of his wife. It's his dad. That's a good way to put it. And then, Uh, um... how the hell did Ilsa um, try to pretend like she was listening to music and didn't hear her room get ransacked? Yeah. How, can you, how can you possibly get away with that especially how, back, in, back you, then you? playing a record it's not like she had like headphones on or anything yeah right like... must have been like her in it too <laughs> good that was good i don't that know any a... old timey uh, that was a great German representation songs. of music you nailed it <laughs> you nailed it that's what music sounds like you're right with i could just like it's like the cartoons with the records playing and like the little what do you call like the the old like megaphone on the old record player uh my god that thing's just pulsing like yeah boy there we go but yeah indy should have known right there right then and there isn't he in like his bathrobe too silk bathrobe he's like hey what's going on here hey dude (laughs) when they first meet first of all we have to talk about the flashback but taffin okay yeah sure taffin yeah she's she's in taffin Taffin. yeah oh my god uh, she's charlotte to tie this right back to james bond again Taffin starring Pierce Brosnan. If you haven't An watched Irish that, indie don't movie. watch it before you play from Russia with love, uh, because it'll take you less time. Um great. So movie. she's I wonder if she's been in a movie also with like Daniel Craig and, and Roger Moore and Timothy Dalton. We're gonna have to okay. connect some dots later. We'll we'll, we'll, to, we'll, we'll look into this. Into we'll get later. back to you guys. Um when they're flirting, it's so awkward and so bad. And then like, she's like, oh. I was also with your father. <laughs> and he's like, dude, when he picks, he plucks the flower and he's like, may, may you permit me? And she's like, uh, I usually don't. And he's like, but but I love you. And she's like, oh, okay. It's like, barf. And then bro, Marcus is just like. Marcus is gold in this movie. Dude, Brody. <laughs> English. Does anybody speak English? What does he say? He's like, the woman offers him water and he goes, Oh, no water. Fish make love in it. Dude, how do you write that? How do you even think of that? Fish, no water for me. Fish make love in it. That's funny, dude. Spielberg so and George came up with that, like in some 50s diner. Legit, dude, not even kidding. That's, that's probably the best joke in the movie for me. I think. Um, like hell you will there's a better joke but we made it ourselves and it won't make sense to other people later on when they're when they're trying to give the guy all the royalty all the, like the gold and everything oh, and he, see, he wants the uh what is it is it a mercedes or they're trying to like bribe him Rolls they're Royce. trying to like effectively bribe the guy so that they can travel through the land, the holy lands right so, yeah fun facts last time we watched this movie all three of us together at least like <laughs> so most of it uh that scene was on where all the Nazis and uh, what's his face are trying to 
pay off. Bribe the, the guy, uh, yeah. Bribe the guy. And he doesn't take the gold. He wants the car, the Rolls Royce. Keys are in the ignition, your highness. Uh, <laughs> Matt and I went to um, 7-Eleven after that. And I accidentally left my keys in the, in the ignition in the car, which I've never done in my whole life. And then I get back in. I was like, Matt, I left the keys in the car. What the hell? In the ignition. And he just goes, keys are in the ignition, your highness. <laughs> Like, how did oh, that happen? I, dude, it was the, the, the universe just Keys set us up, dude, for a, for a slam dunk. <laughs> they, they, just, they just knew. But that, that kind of energy is is Last Crusade. Like, it's Absolutely. that kind of, it's it's right up our alley. Um, yeah, definitely. The yeah. whole, I could just talk about this movie just doing the quotes. Like, literally. Hate these, hate these guys. Or, okay, the better version uh, where in Staff of Kings, he can't call them Nazis because it was made in like 2011 when all the strict no Nazi and video game things was happening. So he just calls them Germans. Germans. And at one point he's like, Germans, I hate these guys. <laughs> and it doesn't work because well, it just hates all German people. Jesus. When Crystal Skull starts, he goes Russians. And like you think he's going to say the yeah. same thing, but he doesn't. Russians. Um. But yeah, I mean, um, we haven't really talked about the plot of Last Crusade. I like, want to talk about the flashback. I love the flashback. Or the, oh, yeah, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Indie prequel, <laughs> basically, where the he gets beginning. out all of the stuff. The, basically, the solo for Indiana Jones, where he gets yeah. his whip and his scar and his hatred for snakes and his hat and his love of adventure. There he is. <laughs> That's Indiana Jones. Um, and he knows how I, to count in Greek. And he knows how to count to 20 yeah. in Greek, although he doesn't get very far. Um, but I, I love that that is like basically not like a backdoor pilot, but kind of a backdoor pilot for the show, which we aren't really going to get into too much here. But mm -hmm. if you have Disney Plus, which if you're listening, you probably do, but if terrible audio mix on Disney Plus, I want to complain. Disney, mix. if you're listening, please fix it. I grew out a cable where it sounded good on for some reason and it doesn't sound good off my xbox so please you're talking me. about the show or the movies all everything, everything on disney plus. plus i'm with you on temple of doom i had trouble where i had to turn it up for the for the, well, the uh, dialogue, dialogue. And it down for it's the just the dialogue oh the, the act the effects and the music totally fine the dialogue is just down quiet yeah um, so i had to, it had to keep cranking it up and then turning it down when something loud would happen. i was like oh um Pain in the balls. But anyways. Pain in the balls. But anyway, if you have Disney Plus, it's all on Disney Plus. The Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Starring uh, Sean no, Patrick Flannery. Sean Patrick Flannery. Oh, Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints fame. Yeah. Uh, it's actually called the Young Indiana Jones Adventures because George Lucas couldn't leave them alone. He went back. He re-edited all the 45-minute uh, episodes into uh, one-and-a-half-hour movies. So there's now like 13 uh, hour-and-a-half-long films starring sean patrick flannery in half of them as a young indiana jones uh we'll talk about it later but he mentions that he ran off with pancho villa in uh kingdom of the crystal skull when he's talking to mutt that happens in the show he goes off and fights in world war one he becomes a spy he loses his virginity to mara matahari who is <laughs> an incredibly famous uh model and one of like the first iconic sex symbols so of course um yeah, it's a blast. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Great show. Uh, skip the ones where he's a kid, like a little kid. Uh, unless you want to watch, watch it all in action because they're Matt's, fun. Matt, you'd be appalled at the things Matt skips in Clone Wars. But just watch. 
guys, just watch. We're not getting trust into that. Me, trust me. Skip the kid ones. If you're going to watch the kid ones, only watch the scenes where his dad and mom are in. Because those are great. You actually get to know his mom. Just watch bit. it all. Watch it all. You got time. There, there's six hour and a half long movies starring a nine-year-old Indiana Jones bumbling around an Egyptian tomb. Dude, just watch. Okay, fine. Watch them all. It adds or to just it. skip to my uh, spring break, my summer break adventure, I think it's called, or my spring break adventure. Or watch it all. The one with Sean Patrick Flannery, the first one. Um, anyway, so we'll last crusade. Last crusade. <laughs> uh, the Grail. Wait. Dude, chosen yeah. wisely. wisely. <laughs> I, I love that sequence. All right, Matt. We, we, Jamie and I laugh at you, but you have to bring up your take about okay. stupid. It's not taking down the dragon. It's, it's true. It's true. Indiana Jones throughout the film acts like a knight. So the ironic part is that at the end, when the knight looks at him, he's like, "You're dressed strangely for a knight." It's ironic because he is like the modern archetypal hero who is on a quest for the Grail. He, you know, his dad is the damsel. He he rescues the damsel from a castle. His dad and is Marion. Instead of yeah, instead of Marion, the damsel is his dad. Um, they, you know, he goes on a quest to find the Grail. His his dad is trapped in the tank, and what does Sala call the tank? He says, "Your dad is in the belly of the beast, the steel beast, because it it's the modern dragon, breathes fire, all that jazz. Just you know, takes it down. Who? The whole nine yards. It's 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 a knight's quest, but." as a as an adventure serial uh set in 1938 so it's you know where did you where did you discover this uh i think somebody mentioned something about the tank being like a dragon and you didn't think of it yourself no this is a this is a thing people talk about uh it's it's a very popular like thematic discussion around so last crusade let me let me tell you one thing about me and indiana jones we go way back though um <laughs> We um, these movies like you can, you can get me with the themes in Star Wars a bit. I mean, you know me and the themes, but like those stick out a bit more to me in Star Wars. That's that's it. Star Wars is like a lot of mythology and and it's big fairy tale as it is, anyways. But Indiana Jones, I am Chuck Rock, caveman watching these movies. I just want to have a fun time and watch Indy bumble around. It's like, fine. I feel like that's what most people go to Indiana Jones for. They don't go for the themes necessarily, but but I that is a theme in Last Crusade. Is he's basically the modern knight, you know, and that's it, it's all wrapped up when he actually meets the original knight. Um, so I think I think that's really cool. I like that. I like that take. I like that idea. It's not a bad take. I like how they actually used um, the city of Petra as well, um, like for where the Holy Grail was. I thought oh, that was yeah. like, a cool thing they actually like filmed there. Yeah, yeah. which is That's... incredible. Uh, God, the amount of they must have been through like, <laughs> so many different checks and like background checks and like don't touch this, don't touch that. Just be outside. So yeah, hard filming there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this, that one scene cool. where they're leaving the temple uh, and like the everything collapses behind them and there's like a puff of smoke that like blows out of the actual like Petra ruins. Mm-hmm. It's like. Holy crap! Yep, <laughs> they actually put like some kind of pyrotechnics or like just go. Like, <laughs> I I'm honestly like convinced that it was just a bunch of people with like chalk going. Yeah, like, just go on. 
<laughs> just like it was blowing George it out, Steven doing it like themselves. Yeah, like because there's no way they would have been able to do like pyrotechnics. No, anything no way. Like that. Uh, so it had to be the most crude method possible. Jehovah starts with an I. <laughs> I love. Oh man, again. I love. Okay, I love that entire segment, like bit as well, because like he's reading it out of the journal, because like he doesn't know, but his dad has it like memorized, and he's I just love the sitting journal. there like, <laughs> like dying and like. But he knows all of it. The How journal looks so good. Like, oh, yeah. It looks like you get a good whiff of that thing. Indy's a good, and it's got uh, a very famous signature in it. Um, yes. Oh yeah. I, that's another. Oh, that's another like top scene in that movie. I love that so top much. Top scene. Top scene. It really is. Oh, what? another another night's thing. He jousts on the motorcycle. Oh yeah. He does. Yeah. I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you. It's not that I don't believe you. It's just you know, we always make yeah, fun no. of you. We're just it. like it's not that deep, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, exactly. I love when he goes, "Do you believe, Marcus?" And then he looks at the Grail picture on the wall and the music, the Grail theme. Like, just it's like, wow, dude. Brings and a tear to your eye, dude. I have to say, <laughs> I have to say, for a Jewish man, Steven Spielberg made the best Christian movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and I give him all the credit in the world for that because it's like, wow, all right, dude. Who, fun fact. <laughs> so I pointed out to you that that uh, government guy is Porkins in yeah. Raiders, right? Yeah. So another one, since Indy's coming out, uh, they've been these kind of things have been coming up. So who is in Star Wars and Empire? Who is the um, the guy that Piet takes over for? That's uh, the, B, the, no, uh, not Beers. Um, the guy oh that God. does get killed. I'm reading the comics right now and he's front and center fuck you know who i'm talking about though yes he he plays hitler Ozil. in Admiral in Ozil. last crusade that makes perfect sense right yeah, i can totally see that they're the same that's the same face yeah yeah so there you go that's perfect admiral Ozil. that's yeah there it is um but yeah last crusade probably also i mean i don't know it doesn't have that film feel that the film feel of uh raiders but like no. it's just as fun and maybe more rewatchable because so. nobody in the 30s was making serial adventure films where the main character went on an adventure with their dad that just wasn't <laughs> the thing you did um so that's a, that's an indie uh creation but Favorite i love quote? there's too many we already I'm said all the good ones i think we've already yeah. said i was the next man no <laughs> ticket uh i find that if i sit down you've chosen wisely the solution presents itself and and Indi and indiana is just tumbling down the stairs dad he's like falling down, dad. He's falling down the stairs son i'm sorry they got <laughs> us <laughs> what about the boat what about the boat what about the boat? the boat they should have okay most they frustrating part right. of that movie if they waited two more minutes two more seconds in that box with the motorcycle they would have gotten away with it Weren't yep. for that meddling timing, I know. Maybe a, his dad was getting itchy, or uh, Indy had the trigger finger for the motorcycle. That's it. He wanted to ride. He just wanted to get out. Of there. <laughs> Love so, can't get enough of the sign that said that in the middle of the German countryside that says Berlin, Venice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, like, all right. Sure. Yeah, that I might guess. really be there. Of yeah, all the yeah, places, sure. or have been there, I should say. So. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of motorcycles, we'll move on to uh, another movie with the motorcycle. Yeah. Indiana so, Jones and the Kingdom of the Kingdom Crystal, of the Crystal Skull. Skull. 2008, uh, yeah. 19 years later. 
19 years later. I actually think that's like one of my favorite scenes is when Mud rides the motorcycle (laughs) um, down the train platform. Um, I do love that. The only reason why actually that is my favorite scene is because I have been to that filming location many a time as a child um yeah so like they they filmed that in essex connecticut where there is a classic steam train still in operation um and they do trips up and down the connecticut river um and the train station looks exactly like that like in real life um and so like seeing that like on film i was just like oh my god what's going on here it was just very 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 cool to see so it's another callback to like i love like this movie because it has like those connections like of home in a weird way um but yeah i like trains yeah <laughs> and i, I love butt on his motorcycle hey old man <laughs> he's just what i love my i, I love kingdom I of the crystal love, skull like I, I love kingdom of the crystal skull too it really baffles it. me and matt you're online about this stuff more than i am but it really baffles me that people don't like it like i kind of compare it <clears throat> it has not been um salvaged like the prequels in terms of i know i i like, think of it like the prequels general consensus or like you know attitude online the prequels are now beloved but unfortunately kingdom has not reached that status yet no i haven't noticed it i mean in public if if, if indiana jones or star wars happens to come up people do, uh kind of say the whole thing about like, yeah oh yeah three indiana jones movies so yeah oh, the one with the fridge which the fridge scene is awesome. That's the, the last thing we watched awesome. before we w- walked in here. So it is incredibly ridiculous. Oh, I, I was going to say, blasted in a in a refrigerator at the speed of a friggin' bullet. I almost I mean, said to like, Jamie. They, they make a point of saying it's lead lined, and then pff, that's it. Yep. <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs> I literally was going to say to Jamie, but I didn't say it. I was like, that was like that's so amazing and stupid at the same time. Like yeah. that's yeah. what that scene is. But it's, it's, it's but I, incredibly amazing, incredibly stupid. But it's like but, that's what. Sure. That's what Indiana Jones like should be. We like, just talked about a sign in the middle of the German countryside that said this way to Venice. You know, we're not looking for realism in these movies. In the first the first movie, they they treated it like a film. Mostly uh, there's mostly. some silly stuff. Temple of Doom still kind of on that level. And it was very dark and a little more serious with some things. Last Crusade, they just went wild with it. And then yeah. King of the Crystal Skull, like. They're just they were old and they were like, let's just have a blast with this one. Let's do it. But like I don't what do people not like about it really? Like I don't pay attention to the comments. I think it's the aliens. Yeah, I mean it's supernatural and it's long in Indiana Jones. I don't know why. You want to hear how dumb I am uh, sometimes? So I knew we were just watching this, and I was like, I have to bring this up because I'm dumb. Uh when they take the magnetic box out and whatever, they open it up. In the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning of the movie in the Area 51 uh, Top Men building. Yeah. They they open the, the coffin, as we find out it is, and there's like a mummified alien. Because mm. I always I always knew there was like an alien in there because they pull like his hand out and everything. And but I never I thought it was more of like a ceremonial thing that the crystal skull was in there. I didn't know that the alien skull was or these aliens have crystal skulls. Oh, okay. Until just now? Yeah, until like an hour and two hours oh, wow. ago. Wow. That's, you know what I mean? Like, I thought that was just like a... the crystal skeletons of these aliens. I didn't know that the <laughs> aliens in that universe, their skulls are made of crystal, not bone. So you thought when they put the crystal skull back on the skeleton, the, the crystal skeletons, 
that was just a ceremonial thing that wasn't. I thought little it was just all ornamental. Oh no, that's the I don't know why skeletons of the creatures of the aliens. The and this no, I... is why there's conflict about this movie online. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so look, when I was wait. a kid in 2008, I had no friggin' idea what the hell was going on in that scene. I'll be well, honest. Well, me neither. I didn't but know like, it was an alien. I I've... didn't know it was reference to Roswell or anything like that. I didn't either yeah. at the time. I, I was like, wait, there's aliens, and they show like a UFO back in 2008. Yeah. Um, of course, but... now I do. But when they show. <laughs> When they show like the bones later, when they when they put the thing on, the bones aren't made of crystal, are they? Yeah, yeah they're they all crystal Full skeleton. Yeah. Well, pretty valuable skeleton. What? I mean, kind of. It's like this weird magnetic crystal that doesn't exist on Earth. So I guess that's valuable to whoever wants a weird magnet crystal. We just have bones for bone. I know we do. Calcium. Have... What are bones made out of? Calcium and junk stuff. Yeah. And like at what avatar are they made out of like carbon fiber or something? I have no idea. I'm just like like that's one thing I remember from Avatar. My, Another movie from like 2000. I got out of the. <laughs> I, I I saw it in 2008. Never saw it again. I know this is made a lot of money. Um, I, lo I love Avatar, but I won't. But I remember getting out of the theater and like my friend's dad picked us up for Avatar, not Indiana Jones. Um, and he was like, "Oh, how was the movie? Oh, good." And he's like, Dad, you would have liked it. The, like, the Avatar's bones have been out of carbon fiber. I remember what that. Oh, yeah. That's great. I love I that. Know. That's why I remember that. So, um, valuable bones. Valuable so, bones. Uh, King of the Crystal Skull, I love it. Yep. I guess people don't like it because the alien thing. But that doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't really think it's that big a deal. I think it works. Yeah. But the fact that in the 30s, you had these adventure serials where you were going to, you know, Maya temples and all these different jungle locations and all that. And then in the fifties you had sci-fi movies with aliens and, you know, wild, kooky, crazy, you know, creatures. So yeah. why not combine the two? It's such an incredibly clever idea, in my opinion, to take the sci-fi alien, you know, uh, movies of the fifties and combine them with the adventure serials of the thirties and have it be, wow, the crystal skulls are actually alien skulls okay it, it flirts with the whole ancient aliens thing a little ancient a little it's it's it is ancient aliens yeah. i mean there's no question about like, that why is that where yeah. everyone jumps off draws the line i don't I know mean, i think it's because like in in general like it's like a very split this, um, people are very split on like is this so actually a thing versus like this isn't actually a thing so like, we're I allowed think that's to have why it's so like divisive we're allowed to have like drinking the blood and Temple of Doom like brainwashes you and all that shit going on in the in the stones. And we're allowed to have um the Ark of the Covenant melting people's faces off and the ghosts flying around, but we can't have aliens. Like all religions are true and also there's aliens, and that's where we draw the lines. There's aliens. <laughs> and the Holy Grail, like you turn into a ghost immediately when you drink out of the wrong one, but we can't and have the, aliens. There's been a knight sitting in a cave for you know seven hundred years. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's all fantastical. And again, yeah. if you're going to do fantastical in the 50s, you have to do something with aliens because there were no adventure films in the 50s. So what are you going to riff off of? What are you going to explore? The new movie, 69, Operation Paperclip. That's an incredibly clever idea, right? You know, it's perfect for the time period it's set in. The 50s, I think aliens are the perfect thing, perfect time period to, to set that in. With the Cold War as like the backdrop. And I mean, the Cold War. And exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The Russians are going after an alien crystal skull to mind control Americans. Perfect. I think it's genius. Wonderful. Like I don't I really don't get it. 
brilliant. No notes. No, I, I love it. I will say <laughs> the reason it's probably the weakest one, in my opinion. The monkeys? The CG. Just in general, the effects are not as good as... That's just that time period, the, though. People got it, little... it is, yeah. badly. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of movies with just really poorly aged CG. You can do CG really well. Jurassic Park looks a little aged nowadays, but really not that bad. And that was 93. I mean, so now we're going to 2008. The CG just just does not look good. Like, as the ants, the ants 2008 look. is like the cusp of modern CG becoming like really crisp. And so it's like the end of like bad CG. So like it's like it's at that point where it's in between. Well, yeah. And, and I, you know, and I don't want to be a hater on CG. You know, that was a big thing in the prequels was everybody was complaining about the CG in that movie. A lot of it. I usually bad. like CG. Um, does it, it doesn't it, mean I don't like the movies. It's just no, 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 no. You can notice the CG doesn't look great. Like it's just one thing that takes Kenobi. me out of it. Geonosis Kenobi. Oh, what is he calling with R four? All the old folks home, and there's like the worst <laughs> blue screen behind him I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> love that stuff. Oh yeah. But I love the thing I love most about this movie is that it is a reverse of the previous film. Indiana Jones is now the dad going on an adventure with the son. And I think yeah. that is incredibly funny, an incredibly clever idea. Like, this who's the damsel perfect. here? What? No, it would be um, <laughs> what's his name? Oh, the guy who can't talk. Oh, Oxley. Ox. 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 Yeah, Ox. 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 I love man. Ox. Good old I Ox and Mac. Dude, Ox and Mac. Classic indie characters. Our old can't forget him. Love Mac. Love Ox. Just, just. And yeah. I think maybe that's one thing people didn't like about it is that they brought in these new characters that were Indy's old buddies, but we didn't have like Sala or like or Short Round. Thing. Like, mm. I don't know. Bring those guys but back. I do like Harold Oxley is a cool character because he's kind of like this trio of like, there was like. He's like Lor Senteca. I guess, yeah. yeah it was Indy, Marion, and then Ox. Yeah, but like Ox is like part of the previous generation. He's like. He, you know, worked with Abner Ravenwood and yeah. Abner Ravenwood worked with Henry Jones Sr. And Henry Jones Sr. worked with Marcus Brody, you know, so he is he's kind of like the last of like the old guard. Oh, yeah. Something from Last Crusade I love is when they do the little uh, the, the handshake. Little, like, yeah, the handshake. I don't know. I don't remember what it is. Yeah, I, there's, there's one word I'm not drumming up right now that I always say, but I can't think of it right now. But I love that kind of like the old guard. He's the last of the old guard. First of all, I absolutely love that he shaves his beard and like cleans up his hair, and none of my friends knew who he was at the end of the movie when they the at, the, at the wedding. Who's they were like, guy? "Do we know that guy? Are we supposed to know that guy?" And I'm like, "That's Oxley." And they're like, "Oh, he cleans it's up like, well." It's like the end of like uh, Endgame when the kid from Iron Man Three shows up. Yeah, yeah. Like, who the hell? <laughs> but uh, no, I I I love that. I love Mutt. I think he was a great addition. I love Mutt. To the next generation i don't again i don't see why everybody dislikes him uh even when we were going into the movie you know uh everybody was making fun of shia labeouf we watched the um shia labeouf performance the musical performance you ever see that course. just do yes. it oh wait, no no no, <laughs> no, no, no. no we watched Sorry, that too but the shia labeouf musical <laughs> I've, yes i've seen yeah. it i we watched that before the movie as well i to my knowledge i don't know like much about Shia LaBeouf off the screen. I know he's like he got a little nuts there, and yeah, it became a big meme. But like, I love Shia LaBeouf movies. Everybody after the movie was telling me, actually, he was he was really good in the movie. I said, yeah, he, he is. is. I don't get he, why he was a good a lot of crap. young actor. He was. I mean, you know, 
It wasn't great, but like he he's, he was good. He was fine. He was um, great. No, he well, I mean, I, he, he always he always kind of played like the same role. I mean, yeah, he's great in holes. Stanley Yelnats, he's great. Oh, he's man. great in um the greatest game. It's <laughs> golf spotted lizards. Yep, Shia LaBeouf was great in that. I think that holes is probably the first place I saw him, and where I really holes liked. is a big one. Yeah, and then, um, an actor. Oh, he's in you know Transformers. He's in first Transformers yeah. movie. That one that one wasn't bad. I'm not a big Transformers guy, but that was pretty good. Transformers one. I, I don't really remember the other ones. Me neither. Um, <laughs> if I'm being honest, no. that's one thing I don't know anything about is Transformers. Wow, we got you. We found. Yeah, one. no, I no clue. We got about. one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Crystal Skull. I love Mutt. I don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, we never understand the hate with a lot of these movies, like in different uh, Star Wars. That's and okay. there's no need for that. us to understand it because we enjoy it. Yeah. Well, true, but I always want to like understand so I can like help them. Let me help you. Uh, <laughs> but I, I just, I don't know. It's maybe it's not worth my time. But Crystal Skull's a little wild at the end with uh, Kate Blanchett. I need to know. I know. And That's it, mad and with everything. Her, yeah. her character is also like just like crazy. super interesting. Like I, I like yeah. her, but like this, this is she, she's just interesting. Um. This is just an interesting character. <laughs> I fell in love with her, uh, Kate yeah. Blanchett, through this movie. Really? Of all so the ones, funny. it was this one? Irina That's... Spalco did something to me as a kid. I don't know what it was, but it, she did something. Uh... <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> I was just researching, and I never realized this, but Satipo in, oh. in Raiders of the Lost Ark, the guy that betrays Indy in the temple... Oh, yeah. Alfred Molina, Doc. Yeah, Ock. I didn't. I didn't know yeah. that was Alfred Molina. I forgot to mention that they covered Doc Ock and spiders, and I love that. Um, oh my god! Yeah, Alfred Molina. That's wild. Because I just saw his picture here, and I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Anyways, continue. Um, I don't know where we were. I love the oh. diner scene. Um, yeah, yeah. The, that's that really poor, good. That poor guy sitting next to Mutt gets a comb in his coke, then gets decked in the face. Boy, mm. that poor guy didn't do nothing to nobody. Comb in the coke. I love, and the greasers and the preps. They I just love kind the of they're fight. on different yeah. sides, and then get that guy. And then they, 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 somebody like hits the jukebox, and the music starts playing. And it's just like a wild diner bra. Oh, I love that opening too. Um, and then the the full chase across like uh, the quad, and then it goes into the library, and, and then the one kid the like table. asking for like asking a question, and he's like, "You want to hmm. be a good archaeologist? Get out of the library." That is that's that's, that's, that's the line the of the one. movie. That's yeah. my favorite line in the movie, probably. Like, not even we're, we've said funny lines, but that's a great line. Yep. Um, but yeah, so like, we know we know your favorite is Temple of Doom, Matt. Mm. Right. Mm. Um, all in all, I'll say Raiders is my favorite. Let's be real. And then Jamie was Cru Last Crusade yeah. your favorite. Crystal Skull. <laughs> I like Crystal Skull. No, I, Crystal I love Skull it. Is, is... It's, it's probably my third. It's there. Third favorite. <laughs> wow, you like it more than Temple of Doom. Uh, oh yeah, yes. way more rewatchable. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I base my favorites on rewatchability, I guess. But I, got I don't know. The the scene where um where he's connecting with the skull. Oh yeah. <laughs> and hey, all I can think of is Indy looked old in this movie, and this was 15 years ago. <laughs> so. Oh my god. Get buckle in for Dial of Destiny. Um, <laughs> which obviously I should have mentioned at the beginning, but obviously we're doing this indie special because Dial of Destiny is um yeah coming out or out if you're listening to this now. And if you're listening we're all to very this excited. 
Oh, wait, are we releasing? No, it comes out next weekend. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Ignore it. Move past it. Um, <laughs> you're, you're fiddling with the dial of destiny right there. That's what, um, I, what am I doing, dude? So what was I going to ask? I was going to ask, I was going to ask, what do we think is going to happen in dial of destiny? But I can't really ask that because Matt is dumb and looks up things. Well, that and I kind of had to because I, for a time, I was a moderator of the Indiana Jones leaks subreddit. Right. Um, so it was, it wasn't a case of, I didn't, I decided that I didn't really care if I got spoiled or not. So I just kind of like, wow, never, never heard that one. Yeah. Right. So, so I know the whole movie. One thing I I am uh, interested in, and this doesn't have to do with the plot or anything at all. And I don't know anything. So there's no spoilers here. Don't worry. But, uh, with each of these movies being a Paramount movie, it goes from the Paramount logo to a mountain. Very, Mm -hmm. very indie thing. It's like the gun barrel of, of indie from James Bond. Um, but there's no paramount with this one so i'm I'm wondering what they're gonna do to open up the movie there uh, my one thought was like will they use like the disney castle and then go to like a mountain or something that would be kind of, that'd be kind of cool and i thought i mean I, I thought they were clever with crystal skull where they went from the mountain to the 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 molehill the, there yeah yeah the prairie like dog a mountain dog. out of a molehill yeah exactly <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> so yeah do, do you know anything about that matt or can you not say i do I you do say. know so I you'll tell know. us you'll tell us off the air I'll tell or maybe you, you won't tell air. us at all so we won't say anything well we'll, we'll find out <laughs> going by your quietness i was like i didn't i, was, uh, I don't know what the quietness you're means, not getting so. anything out of me i mean this movie has already premiered out in uh, yeah it can people can, have seen it so can. well and, and the premiere and in la the real the real well premiere. it showed at the con film festival and that was like two the months can. ago so these the, the whole plot synopsis has been online for months don't go sure. look it up just watch the movie so very excited we didn't get to talk about the games no um the new game good, i'm excited about it takes place in 1937 so we get a chance to explore indie post raiders uh yep. but before Bethesda. last crusade uh yep. by yep by bethesda yeah super xbox excited for it xbox uh, exclusive whatever yeah the news came out today it's gonna be an xbox exclusive game but it is bethesda game studios and um machine games so they're the ones that need uh the new wolfenstein games recently so Ooh, right it's gonna be exciting i love the wolfenstein games yeah so wow that'll be fun hey. <laughs> i hope he says that i hope he says hey hey, hey. all right well, quick video game thing. My favorite video game for indie is got to be oh, it's Fate of Atlantis, but Infernal Machine is right behind it, and it's great because it's the same voice actor who does indie in both. That's and true. I think uh, Hapgood, Sophia Hapgood. Oh yeah, Sophia Hapgood mm-hmm. is in both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Infernal Machine is kind of a like a sequel to Fate of Atlantis, and then there's also um, God. There's a comic that's a sequel to Infernal Machine. If you if you want to look that up, wow. uh, anybody who's interested in that. In the Sophia Hapgood trilogy, I guess. Um, I would say <laughs> Emperor's trilogy. Tomb is my favorite uh, because you meet Wuhan, and I like Wuhan. Uh, R.I.P. Wuhan, my boy, the waiter at the beginning. Um, right. I was yeah. we were watching that earlier, and I was like, oh, Matt told me this guy's in another video game, and I can't remember which one. He's in, you meet him in Emperor's Tomb, but then you also meet him in Indiana Jones and the Dinosaur Eggs. So it's a little bit of a continuity oh God, uh, that one. mess up. Yeah, the dinosaur eggs. That's the one where he goes to the Gobi Desert and he finds triceratopses, like living, tr- like living dinosaurs. He's like, "Whoa, it's crazy." Uh, good I bet times. no one had no one had a problem with that one. I bet. 
Nobody had a problem with that one. That's pretty but, wild. But aliens. Matt, final question. Um, because you're the indie buff of all of us, but um what how does short round know indie? He says it in the movie. He caught he, uh indie caught him pickpocketing him, pickpocketing him. And then he was like, Hey, I'm gonna teach you a lesson. I'm gonna well, realize he didn't gonna drive any... my car. <laughs> yeah. Well, he realized he didn't have any because his parents were killed in the bombing of of uh Shanghai in like 1934 oh, yeah they mentioned that mm-hmm. yeah. and he caught short round picking his pocket um and he decided to take him on in his, his adventures because he needed a father figure fun fact there is a non-canon comic where short round picks up where indiana jones left off and discovers the millennium falcon crashed yeah. on earth and that uh chewbacca is actually sasquatch that um, is like living on that earth. is so genius like that I is love that. that is pretty insane uh the only time and I'm not even kidding. None of these books, none of these comics, nothing. No short round material. That's the only thing we've gotten. And now, Ki Huy Quan, everywhere. Top guy, top man. And it doesn't, doesn't seem like he's going to be in Dial of Destiny. <laughs> I'm happy we're getting Sala. Dial of Destiny. But the, yeah, spoiled it. Bringing back... We, we already know that because... Hey, he was at the red carpet for No, there's articles already out there that say he's not in it. Like, and he really said wish, that in interviews. I really wish they brought him back for it. But I agree. But I think this is a really good opportunity to do something with Short Round in the 70s doing his thing. Um, <laughs> would love to see it. He carried it on... Hilarious, but he carried on Indiana Jones's thing and he hasn't seen him in 20 years, but yeah. carries it on. Carries on, he, he became an archaeologist just like Indy. Because I think the explanation for why he's not in Last Crusade is because he sent him to, off to school. Uh, so he learned archaeology and he's off doing his own thing. And his real son, fun fact <laughs> I think there's like an encyclopedia or something that states that short round in the 50s was hunting for the peacock's eye, which was the diamond at the beginning of Temple of Doom. Um, so would be, yeah, that <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy, the real diamond at the beginning of Temple of Doom. But that would be a cool story to have for like a movie or a show or whatever they're going to do if a special. Ki mm. Huy Kwan f- plays an, an adult short round who goes out and finds the peacock's eye. And there yeah, you get it. on it. Lucasfilm, if you're listening, and I know you are, you, you'll, this, this is it. This is, I'm giving the, you to this. I'm giving this to you for free. Take it. Just make do, another click and point adventure game. Do it. Yes. Make that? another yes. click and point adventure game. Um, All right. Anywho. Yeah. This has been our Indiana Jones special. Oh. Jamie. Yes. This has been our Indiana Jones special. Thank you guys for joining us uh, tonight. If you've been listening to the audio version of this, we also have a video version on YouTube. If you've been watching on YouTube, you can take us to go in your favorite audio platform. Um, you can find the Holland Up Marauders everywhere at Holland Up Marauders. On Twitter, it is just at Holland Up Marauder. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time on the Hall Number Rotters podcast. Time.